from Flow with Ren. This is the Sunroom Podcast. My name's Ren, yogi, self-transformation worker, and your host here on the Sunroom Podcast. I come forth with a perspective that is rooted in yogic philosophy, life experiences, and my own energetic gifts. As a result, I've created this podcast to help you transform your life in an authentically empowered way. Step into your aligned path and bring forth the manifestations you are calling in. Each week, I'll share solo discussions explaining my trials and tribulations, my processes and tools that have changed my life completely, and the many yogic and spiritual methods that I hold near and dear. And you may even find the occasional guided meditation from time to time. Therefore, by tuning into this podcast series, you have begun the journey to an authentic and empowered self. And by pressing play and joining us here today, you are starting your transformation here and now. If you've enjoyed season one, or even this episode today, please leave a review, comment, or even share it with a friend that is struggling to find their empowered authenticity, is ready to transform their life, and may even benefit from my information that you are about to learn. Join me, won't you? Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Sunroom Podcast. This week's episode, number 67, is called Flip the Script. There are so many ways that we can flip the way that we articulate the things that we feel are happening around us or to us, the qualities that we hold within us, and maybe even the qualities that we see in others as well. Each and every generation that has come through in the past hundreds of years all had their own alternative ways of expressing their lack mindset. And now that we've had as much research and investment in language, especially the English language, finding now that within the way that others were speaking, the intention of how we speak and the words we use are seen to have such impact on the people around us, including ourselves. So as we're flipping the script, I'd like to say, you're finding more aligned ways to handle our vocalization or our understanding of ourselves and the world around us. I have a few options or I have a few examples here that I'd like to go through that have to do with laziness, being bad at something, or over or too much of another thing. Especially when it comes to yogic practices, a lot of the way that you are able to understand this flip of script, adjustment of perspective, or having a new understanding of how a positive mindset, an optimistic tone, or even the choice of words can really impact and affect those around you. Just recently, I was talking to a like-minded wellness practitioner who is from the local area. And as we were talking about gratitude, I love gratitude. I love sending gratitude, being grateful for the life I have, and this, that, and the other. Yet, 
as she was talking to me, she was speaking upon how I shared some of her information on my Instagram and on my story and how her words have inspired this kind of unfolding for me in my life. And she was brought back to this difference or this uh, flipping of the script for herself when it comes to being appreciated, feeling appreciation, or showing appreciation for others instead of gratitude. And when you feel gratitude for something, when you feel grateful for someone in your life, that's different than feeling appreciated, appreciating them, or having that appreciation for the qualities that hold within it. Because to be grateful is one thing, but to feel that appreciation definitely comes across in a more embodied and intentional way of living through life. And again, some of the alternative ways that I have written out may not serve you best, and it may be a practice to get these kind of underway as you continue your journey of healing. Whether it's rhetoric from a family member, close friends, a loved one, especially if it is a toxic relationship, or, a, or it stems from an emotionally immature person holding or lack of holding space in your life. And maybe they too were not held to be seen, to show that they are worthy, to know that they have abundance in their life, to know that they are loved unconditionally. And as you are learning these new phrases, training your brain to make these better, more aligned, or healthier habits for self, it will really pour into so many other facets of life along with it. I am one in particular that can testify to this. There were so many ways I was talking negatively about myself and the self-talk that I had wasn't nice. It was not great. Whether it was a tiny jape, it was poking fun, and it could be anything from my physical body, the clothes I wear, how passionate and overt and outstanding I can be in situations, or maybe it is my want for slow, impactful, and intentional rest when it's needed. I do my best to align myself to the alternatives of feeling lazy, that I've done nothing that day, that I'm bad at something, that I should be doing this or should be doing that, that I can't do this thing, or that I'm too much of something in order for this other thing to happen. So some ways that I see I did nothing as an alternative to this phrase. I was cultivating rest. I was taking time for myself. I was learning something new. I was being creative. I was meditating. I took a nap. You are rejuvenating yourself. So instead, if a friend calls you and says, I did nothing today. Ugh, I need to do something. I did nothing. I need, I should, I have to do this thing. You weren't doing nothing. You were taking care of yourself. You were showing up for yourself in the softer, more quiet ways. I'm lazy is another one I have written down here. And I know in my own perspective, in my own understanding of life, capitalism, and the way that our generations prior to the ones that are coming up at the moment were made to feel that if they weren't 
being productive. They weren't putting out a product. They weren't producing some sort of contribution to your day-to-day, whether it was doing chores, it was cleaning your room, it was being mindful and present around your family, it was not having a job right out of high school, you were deemed as lazy. You were deemed as not taking initiative in life. And it's not that you're lazy. Again, you are finding this rest. You are finding this ease. You are finding a slower rhythm to get started. And whether that slower rhythm is not starting your day until 10 a.m., maybe it is starting at 8, but slowly making your way through in a mindful manner, you are not being lazy. You are taking your time to find new neural pathways that make you feel good, mind, body, and soul, as you take on more new and better and maybe even more aligned in your life so if that means you need to sit and be quiet and be still take a few days to recollect reconnect to self and find out some smaller baby steps to take in order for you to find that direction of that path and purpose that's meant for you let that take as long as it needs and do your best as often as you can to reframe that you did nothing or that you are lazy with something constructive. Because again, that negative self-talk doesn't stem just from you. As you continue on your healing journey or you continue to be a bit more mindful, conscientious, or even or nonviolent with your communication to self and others, you will realize that as you start taking away these narratives of lazy, doing nothing, being bad at, all stems from most likely an exterior point in childhood or as you get older throughout life and the people that are around you, the class of people that are around you, your heritage, your culture of people that are around you. Yet, two things can be true. You can learn those things, and as you get to become an adult, it is your time to take on that responsibility to either continue to carry those intentions that script those negative mindsets and lack mindsets with you, or you could choose to set them down and flip the script in a way that helps you cultivate the best version of self possible in order to take on these things in a lighter connotation. And the more that I stopped talking to myself in these negative ways, no matter if it was internally, subconscious, internally, if it stemmed from someone outside of myself, The moment that I stopped entertaining this kind of language and rhetoric, the moment that I was standing in my own truth and self-worth and self-esteem, people around me started acting accordingly. Less and less of this tone or this style and flavor of language was no longer surrounding my day-to-day. And as I continued on this journey... It was easier and easier to build that muscle to just stand in my worth, knowing that as people come and go from my life, they are automatically met with the knowing that you need to approach me, approach my, my uh, life, and approach conversation with optimism, with openness, with vulnerability, with a knowing of growth and change. And if they can't, Well, that's on them. 
And they're more than welcome to take that uncomfortable, unneeded variety of language to somebody else. The next one I have down is I'm bad at. Now, how can we flip that script? How can we find the alternative The alternative to I'm bad at? For myself, especially when it comes to my asana practice, my yoga practice, um, I've been a yoga instructor for at least three years now. And I've been doing yoga prior to that for quite a many years as I, as I was still attending a full-time career in horseback riding. So anytime that we came into the next port, the next town, I was always looking for a way to get on my mat and to clear my mind. And a way that I found that I was creeping back into these negative mind gremlins, not sending that intention for more, for growth, for learning... I would always make the statement of, oh, my left side is my worst side, or my left side's my bad side, or I'm so bad at getting my left knee up towards the front of the mat, or my left foot towards the front of the mat, towards the front of the mat. And instead, this year especially, as I've set the intention in a way that will help better serve me on and off the mat, was to state, I am working on strengthening my left side at the moment. I am finding strength in my left side at the moment as I continuously practice. I am becoming more mindful as I practice meditation. Every day, I become more aligned to feeling that ease and flow in my life. And you're not lying. You're not fibbing. You're not telling untruths about the way that you live your life or what is coming in or what is currently there. Yet you are spinning it, flipping it, and letting it be known to the world that you're working on this, that you are making adjustments, that you are growing, and that you are learning from all that is coming in and being an observer and being receptive to the life around you and listening to your body because it knows best. And the more that you show up and shine in those ways, the more the brain is going to continuously think of patterns and connections that make it so. And especially with the more negative toned things as well, which in its own special way is a form of manifestation. The present moment here and now is all we have. This one and this one and even this one. So as you are taking on these moments, as you are sitting in your present time, take that time to use it every day in the smallest of ways to reprogram, realign, and make these one-degree shifts into your day where you can find the most results everywhere else around you as you continue on. My next one is I'm too this, too much, too that. You are not too anything, to be honest, And everyone's spectrum of self, whether it is neurodivergency, it is your path of life, it is your learning, your trauma, your experiences, or the lack thereof of the outside world, you and your muchness is what is needed for others to find their way as well. And heck, you might be even something that someone has been looking for for their whole entire life to show them a new perspective, a new thought process, and maybe, heck, even a new way of living. So when you're saying, I am to this or to that, you can say that you embody your fullness. 
you accept all aspects of self, including the ones that don't feel that great. I am enough. I am abundant. I am strong. I am bold. I am wise. I am all these things and then some. And again, these tiny little shifts and flips of the script may not come to you in the exact moment, yet cultivating the habits and gaining that strength and building that muscle to really put your best foot forward for yourself, as I said earlier, will only progress into so much more of this webbed unfolding in your life as you continue to do so. For myself in particular, I felt this impact of intention into my smaller circle and even further out into the wide ranges of the web and my outer social circles as well. Especially as I took on my healing journey from start to finish, there was a lot of scrutiny. There was a lot of tentativeness and or questioning of where my path is going, what my journey is, what I would be doing next, this, that, and the other which is great. I'm excited that people around me that were intrigued or interested in where I was going were keeping tabs or would like to find a bit more information out. Yet a lot of the times the people that were coming in with that kind of energy were being sneaky, trying to get information. Yet as they did so, the way that they were phrasing their wording was always a bit altered was a bit flipped in the opposite direction of where I was heading in that present moment. So, as these people come in, talking about doing nothing, being lazy, bad at, or scrutinizing the tinier moments that make you you, remind yourself that all of those things stem from either outside perspectives, family members and loved ones, grooves, habits, and gremlins that live within your own inner world, and ooze out into your space from not being conscientious of your communication and nonviolent communication with yourself and others. And it may feel a bit triggering at times when you hear these things from the people that you know best and that perceive to love you and hold space for you in your life. Now again, if you're not hurting yourself or anybody in the process of this flipping of your script cultivating better habits, aligned grooves, setting boundaries, standards, wants, and needs for self, which the flipping of the script definitely falls within the lines of that, you will find that these people are more triggered from these outcomes than you, which is why they keep bringing up these lack mindsets, these negative connotations, these grooves, habits of worry, fear, and then some. I want to remind you that no matter what it looks like, it's going to be okay. The more that you invest in self and are able to authentically and in an empowered way show up and shine for you and you alone, your cup will fill more quickly than you could ever imagine. And as it does and it pours over, you will have all of that excess to give where you would like, where it feels appropriate. Again, whether it is flipping the script and starting to have these conversations with friends, roommates, your loved one, you could even talk out loud to yourself or to your pet, making a list of all the different things that you feel these oppose the phrases and things that you've been hearing, whether it's about yourself 
or others around you, another great way to be mindful of this lack of conscious communication is gossip. Taking yourself outside of the realms of gossip or negative talk. So anytime that a group of friends, a family member, a loved one starts to bring up something that's going on in someone else's life, whether it's positive or negative, and they can't seem to cultivate a spin that feels creative, that feels like a learning experience, something that could be a bit more empathetic or sympathetic, those are the conversations that I do take a lot of time to not be around involve myself in or even creep into doing in my own way shape or form as well if it's not necessary because most of the time it's not ever necessary and like I said before finding this ripple effect of the people around me continuously not showing up or speaking to me in a manner that I don't even speak to myself anymore holding that boundary strong if people when and if people decide that they're going to try and sneak back around with this kind of alternative talk or script and hold them accountable by either questioning what they're saying, asking why they thought that was funny or needed, and not in a rude, crass, or uncouthed manner, yet to understand where they're coming from. And why would they think if I don't show up that way to myself or to you that I'd be okay with these things as well? Which out of it all, I can tell you out of the past four years of my healing journey of cultivating a bit of a fine-tuned oasis, that has been the work in itself. Now that you know better, it's time to do better. And as you do, it's building those muscles up on that foundation, on those tools of that knowing that you are going to be okay, that you can trust yourself for making decisions for yourself in your life, even in the tiniest of ways of flipping the script as to how you speak to yourself and those around you. As I have continued to move into this new cycle, this new era, this new way, of life that I have cultivated for myself have manifested to come into my reality quicker than I thought would even happen ever. I want to remind you of how strong and un and the unbridled capability that you have to be the best version, the highest version of self that you want to be and strive to go towards. It may not happen tomorrow, it may not happen in 2 years. Yet this work of shining and showing up every day for self, of flipping the script on these negative or alternative phrases that just don't seem to serve you any longer, and you start appreciating where gratitude has got you, even this far. I want to let you in on the secret. The gremlins slowly go away. Your mind becomes more at ease and more at peace. And these energy leaks that I speak of throughout this first season of the Sunroom podcast magically start to heal and no longer drain you of your conscious, emotional, physical, and mental energy. I hope this little conversation and quick episode this week has caught your attention. As we are moving forward, like I said, in our one-year anniversary, we are inviting in meditations, tarot card readings. We are inviting in 
episodes to meet other like-minded wellness and yogi practitioners that I know personally that have inspired me, that have taken on their own manifestation and healing journey, no matter what it looked like for them. And I cannot wait to share with you a little bit more of my world as we continue on this Sunroom podcast. Again, thank you so much for joining me this week. My name is Ren, and I can't wait to see you around. Namaste. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And for those of you that are interested in connecting further to begin this self-transformation journey, join me, Ren, at flowwithren.com to work one-on-one on empowering your authentic nature of walking aligned on your unique path in life. Or get a tiny taste of what it's like to work side-by-side with me by setting up a free 30-minute consultation call. All of this information is linked below, so do not worry. I can't wait to see you next week. See you around.